0: Hello there, Comic Clan, and welcome to Comics in the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. And I am, of course, one of your co hosts for the day, Cross, along here with my colleague, Nitro. Say hi to the lovely people, Nitro. Oh, your mic's still muted, bro. Sorry about that. Try saying hi Had to it. the lovely people again.
1: What's up, guys? <laughs> Sorry about that
0: if you've been here for long enough in the last few weeks you know we've had worse technical difficulties than the nominated bike so if that's all that happens we're good and yes. um, we are so excited for you all to be here with us thank you we've already got people jumping in the chat thank you so much to um, infinity bros for hosting us thank you so much ads for hosting us we've got ads in bad chat and batch chatting in the chat there i need to sort that because our hosting thing is way behind everything else why is it doing that um, where's my alerts thing I need to move that to the front of everything there we go there we go, alerts in front of everything so we can actually see when someone does something Nice. I don't know why that moved but apparently it decided to move on its own because it wasn't there when I put it there alright, but we are so glad that you're here to join us today I I can't tell you how excited I am for today's episode I am so looking forward to this it's I. going to be sweet I have been excited, I have been nervous about this I have been crazy Basically for anyone who does not know, we are gonna be pitching our own DC Cinematic Universe. If you caught part one of us talking about the DC Cinematic Universe, um if you haven't, it is up on YouTube to catch. Cheap plug. <laughs> um you can go there and check it out. Um but if you did catch that, we weren't exactly the nicest about the DCEU We um, pretty much ripped it anyone. Yeah, like Let's be clear though, we 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 were completely honest about the stuff that we did like. There was things that we did like about it,
1: and also just to be transparent, we love the DC comic universe. Oh yeah, but just yeah. the way that it was handled cinematically, we were very upset with.
0: <laughs> I think that's why I don't like the DC EU so much. Is because I do love the DC comics and I do want them to succeed. I want to see them mm. do well, and it's they're just are not. Yeah, um. So. Before we get into that I do have a couple of things I just want to kick out there. I'm just going to kick into some of the announcements for today. Just simply because I've got a feeling that once we start this we're going to like just keep rolling. <laughs> I don't want to like all of a sudden stop and go oh yeah we've got some stuff to announce to people. Um, so first of all, cheap plug for our sponsor gamer Green Co. Um, they are doing an amazing job sponsoring us. I am having some grind right now. Um, still love their stuff. Um, the number one coffee for gamers if you use our handy the special link that i'm throwing in there that will get you some amazing coffee from their website and also kick a little bit of money to us nothing major a couple of bucks but anything that you can do to assist we would absolutely love not to mention yep. you can go there and get the official comics Necros coffee mug and comics the Cross sticker from their team store that we have there as well um, and also today if you use 30 tests in the codes, like during checkout, you will get an extra thirty percent off your order, just today only. So, Sweet. if you're going to go and do it, today's the day. Get thirty percent off it and try some amazing coffee. Tell them that Cross and Nitro sent you. Um. So, all right. So, let me do. I'm going to leave the big announcement for last. I because I'm already like I'm goosebumps for that one. Um. <laughs> so the next thing is, of course, right now we are in the middle of our hashtag Road to Affiliate. So we are literally so close to becoming affiliates on Twitch now that the point of like I am making this a prominent thing in every single video I mention now um on social media. We have enough followers. We have enough hours streamed. We literally just need to get our average viewership up by less than a person. We are at like 2.19.
1: We just need half of a person to join the stream. Just half a person. So if everyone is in stream,
0: then I can just bring half a person. Yes, that'd Um, be great. That'd be awesome. And we need to just up that average by like less than a person just to, and we'll hit that affiliate status. And for those who do not know, a true... Is that Batman hanging on your mic stand? Yes, that is Batman hanging on his mic stand. Yes, on his, uh, yes mic it stand. is. Yeah, I, not, I was going to say I guess I get something for my mic stand, but my mic stand is really not in camera that much, so it's like it's literally at the side, so it wouldn't actually do anything. I've got Daredevil in the background though. Um, that shoulder. I can't get the reverse shoulder pointing yet, I'm still getting used to that. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yes yeah, so like once we hit affiliate that means that we'll be able to get subscribers oh you're crackling a little bit again bro all right and um, that means that we'll be able to get subscribers we'll be able to get bits people can cheer for us once we are able to get subscribers once we have affiliate the first person who jumps in with a subscription who gets that first subscription to our next level in the comic clan which i'm officially going to say anyone who's subscribes are now going to be in the elite part of the comic clan that i'm going to title the stan clan uh. and i even have my little superman stan lee on my desk oh, nice. to represent them the first person who does that will get a free comics in the cross t-shirt from our um, teespring store and a free comics to mug from our gamer grind store Sweet. so you will literally get those sent straight out to you swag um, absolutely no extra charging you all you have to do is be the first one to hit subscribe so you want to get a chance to subscribe and win that then do us a favor comic clan help out get more people into stream get our average viewership up plaster us all over social media everything like that okay that's okay that's the housekeeping out the road So um, I announced it during this week, during one of my nighttime streams. I used to a night stream chatting, so some people who were there might have heard this already. Um, next week is going to be the first episode of Cosmic and the Cross, where we are going to be talking about the first half of the Firefly series, because someone hasn't <laughs> hasn't watched Firefly
1: ever. I've almost finished the first episode, if it makes anybody feel better. I just I haven't watched any more than that, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they like, the Spidey mug Nitro. Yeah, if you can't tell Nitro's a bit of a Spidey nut, like there's just Spider-Man everything in his office. Like just I've the- I've got a nice mixture of comic book stuff all over the place. Like he's literally Spider-Man everywhere. <laughs> um But Cosmic and the Cross isn't the big announcement for this week. I have just confirmed today and I'm gonna give a shout out to him. I'll be talking about it online. The following week, May 3rd, the first Sunday in May. As you haven't watched Firefly either, well, you need to tune in next week so you can hear about it, and you'll get to hear about it from a guy who's not watched it either. So you'll get to hear it from scratch without any biasness. <laughs> in fact, he's going in—he's going in a bit biased in the opposite direction, almost because he's not a Joss Whedon fan. Yeah, not And at that's all. literally all he knows about it.
1: Like, I can already tell, like, based off the first episode, that I don't—I don't, I don't want to say I don't like it. All right, I'm not going to put that out there because I'm trying to give it a fair shake. But I can—I can see. The Waden just dripping off of it. So. Yeah, you, you, you give it a chance because some of the stuff <laughs> in
0: there is actually funny. Some of it is like it's because it's not all waden There is Whedonisms in it, but there's another creator working on it with him who's got more of a pull on it. So it's not a completely Whedon-esque thing.
1: I'm um, getting strong, um, like Han Solo vibes from uh, the oh, captain. From,
0: from the captain, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You'll very much get Han Solo sort of vibes from him. But the big announcement is that not next week, but the following week, May third. It will not be a typical episode of our podcast of me and Nitro rambling. We actually have a guest scheduled um, and it's going to be a special interview with a comic book writer, um, Lewis Southard. This guy is fairly new to writing comics and um, you might have seen me plastering his stuff all over. I'm going to put a link to Comicsology in there for his comic, um, Villain Seeking Hero and the first eight issues are available and they're all like 2.99 each but if you buy the first volume as a collected edition you get it for like 5.99 the whole thing and that's where i'm at i've not read six seven and eight yet i've only got through the first volume and i will say this completely unbiasedly i love this story i think (laughs) i think the writing is so good in it and just we try to be family friendly on this show so family friendly warning there is cussing in it yeah but it's like maybe one or two cuss words per issue. It's like it's nothing major. And it's mostly the main bad guy getting frustrated goes off in one. Um, so I just want to throw that disclaimer out there. Because we do try to stay family friendly on this show. So I want to let you know if I'm recommending something. Exactly what's in there. Um, but the writing's phenomenal. It's it's so much fun. I don't want to go too much into <clears> the story. Um, because we'll be going into it a lot more once um, we do the actual interview. And, um, but if you want to go check it out on Comixology before the interview. Um, go and check that. I hit Lewis Southard up on social media as well. He's posting. I think he's got um, a small YouTube channel? He's got Instagram. He's got Twitter. We're up and connecting with him, um, and he agreed to do an interview with us. And um, so, uh, can't wait to, have a, to put all my stuff. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. This is um, the only room that I have 100% complete control over. So. Oh yeah, same here. This is like this. This is my <laughs> office slash streaming room. Like my wife, like
1: is decorating everything else. This is the room where it's like this is mine. and um, even so we're renovating the bathroom so you can see behind me or my right shoulder it's it's pretty messy so oh
0: yeah like this this is my room for my personal time but it also becomes my store the storage room in the house at the same time Uh, so my studio is temporarily displaced yeah i i i I feel you like like this bit looks okay but like the stuff that ends up getting like dumped on this side of my desk is like ridiculous sometimes but it happens um so yeah in two weeks time y'all need to come here come and support lewis come and um, definitely go to Comicsology, check out his comic it was meant to drop in june and then the whole covid19 thing happened mm-hmm. and so it's now going to be it's like it's all getting dropped pretty much on Comicsology early i think it's still going to get released um, whenever they get the chance to like during the summer and um, but the first volumes you can go ahead and grab and um, from comiXology so I am so excited about this interview. I love the comic. It's the first um, big interview that we're doing as the Comics in the Cross. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's the first show where you'll get to come and not just listen to me and him ramble for like an hour and a half about a topic. It's going to yeah, actually yeah. be talking to someone who works in the business. Um, so, yeah, come along and check it out. Come and support it. Go and support him on social media. He, he seems like a really cool guy from what I can see. From the interactions I've had with him, Lewis seems like absolutely bang on brilliant. Um, so, yeah, come and check it out. Come and see it that was the major announcement that's the one i'm excited for i think i think I it's plugged, gonna be awesome man i think it's i gonna plugged be everything cool. else that we need to plug and um, yeah i don't think there's anything else we need to majorly plug and um, at this point Um, yeah just if you feel the urge and overwhelming need to by all means jump onto our patreon you can support us there for at least two dollars a month with all the different tiers coming with special stuff Um follow us on social media on twitter last night we had 150 followers on instagram we had 200 so thank you to all you lovely people that are following us on social media if you're not jump on those links give us a follow there keep updated i post random crap all the time as well as actual Mm -hmm. updates on what's going on the show so definitely come along and check it out um
1: and uh, also and I mean, we've also been doing a, a, a bit of sh- game streaming as well yeah so. we've
0: been trying a bit of game streaming which um shout out to solomon i don't know if he's in chat or anything but he popped on the other night to watch us and informed me after streaming for an hour that my mic was muted so i thank, <laughs> I thank him for letting me know that my mic was muted for like most of the stream um, so yeah we were playing a little bit nice. of destiny too um, and, oh, in terms of gaming as well, I want to confirm I'm definitely going to be streaming some Resident Evil 2. I got bought um, the Resident Evil 2 remake um, because like the Resident Evil 3 remakes just came out. Resident Evil 4 remake is apparently on the way, so I thought I'm going to go back and play the first remake of Resident Evil 2. The drop that everyone was talking crazy about and going mad for like just recently. I'm going to be streaming that. I don't know when just to be honest just because right now with the covid thing and how it's affecting the family and the kids aren't in school or daycare or anything like that and um, but i'll work out a time to stream it. it might be in a little while once that's kind of all getting taken care of but and um, that will be coming at some point soon and i know uh, nitro streaming over on his channel as well streaming a bit of destiny and streaming some final fantasy 10 so yep. um, definitely go and check that stuff out it's all right isaac i, I appreciate it bro <laughs> you would have told us if you'd heard it <laughs> all right so i think that's enough rambling from us we've got most of the major stuff out of the way i'm not even doing any major comic book news this week and um, the only major thing that even really came out was that san diego comic-con has officially been cancelled this year shock horror as if we didn't oh, yeah. know that was coming we knew it was coming it's been pushed down and they're just going to do 2021 that makes I d- sense i don't want to spend time on that because like i don't think it's that big a deal i think we knew it was coming everything else has yeah. been canceled for this year and uh, nature's channel is nitrogen b if you want to throw a little clip in there yeah um yeah he started streaming some game stuff on his channel Mostly just because we're trying to work out the logistics of, like, him streaming to this channel, but, like, it's all
1: set up in my PC, and how to get everything set up the
0: same way on his PC. Yeah, and Um, to be
1: completely transparent, this is, I'm new to streaming, so uh, I had to figure out, I'm trying to get all the, that's my way of getting all the bugs kind of ironed out, so and plus i like playing games
0: so but yeah go and check him out he's been streaming this sh- you've, you've streamed a few times this week you've streamed like two or three different times this week already. yeah
1: we we had a good three four hour session the other night that was pretty fun. yeah like literally i came on
0: after work you'd already been streaming for like an hour and we must have played to like from like midnight to like 2 a.m or something yeah it like two, yeah 3 a.m. it was close to three <laughs> three a.m yeah like just playing destiny 2 because it was just honestly it was just a lot of fun I really yeah enjoyed. It was of fun. <laughs> we got to do it again yeah so see where nitro's like actually like posting stuff in the chat there, I think you can actually just click on his name literally and it'll take you the channel he's logged in with, this is his channel he's streaming with oh I didn't know that, Yeah, oh, sweet. yeah you can do that alright so Pierre de resistance let's get into this, this week we're pitching our own DC cinematic universe so the way we set this up for pitching was we wanted to do basically we're not going to pitch an entire massive thing, we wanted to do what is our phase one going to be like, how we're we relaunching from scratch. Forget everything that's came before in the DCEU. Forget everything that's slated to come out. It's all wiped. All wiped completely. Even go back as far as say, like, it doesn't exist. We just pretend the DCEU yeah. never happened. And there's no bad taste in anybody's mouth. What would we do to launch it? Um, so we're doing phase one. Up to however we're wanting to end that to tide over the first bunch of movies and then also if there's any plans we've got for movies that follow that just little hints at them Mm -hmm. and then the big overarching thing see like how at the end of the avengers movie we saw the teaser of thanos and he was the overarching villain for the entire first um like few phases is there a big thing that we're building up to something big that we're building up to i'm literally i'll be honest we're stealing the marvel model yeah yep like a three-phase structure yeah and everyone's kind of yeah, like yeah. that it's like oh you shouldn't be taken from the marvel stuff like you know what they're making billions and dc couldn't even like outdo a single marvel hero with their justice league movie so i think we'll go with the method that works at this point to be honest
1: with yeah you i mean know. ideally <laughs> ideally from my perspective i would i like I-, I want them to try to differentiate themselves as much as possible from marvel so i would prefer them to do like each their own unique films that don't tie into each other that being said the way that I approached it was it's a whole comic book uh, cinematic universe that's all tied in with each other so that, Oh so, yeah yeah, yeah. I like,
0: I'm, I'm the same with that as well like I've I've tied everything in together everything's one universe mm-hmm. because I know I know everybody's doing that everyone's like we need to have like our cinematic universe like Marvel Yeah the problem is and the reason that they don't work and like DC and not working with DC was their own fault Warner Brothers screwed that up because the only ones that should work with guaranteed should be comic books like Marvel and DC, because yeah. that's how they function. Like other movies, we're going to do these big connected universes, but they were never like that. Yeah, like even like you know like Dark Universe and stuff like that in the monster movies, like they were never fully connected. They all had mm-hmm. their own stuff. Like that's how DC functions. DC functions as a as an interconnected universe, just like Marvel. Yeah, that's the foundation. Everything's connected. Everyone knows each other, yeah. and it's been that way for like decades. Like I'm talking right back, Golden Age. You had Batman and Superman crossing over. Like it's it's been that way for a long time. So to kind of go like that, like oh yeah, like oh it's not going really to work.
1: Like well it should be. Yeah, that's what you're. That, I mean that, that that should be the main way that it works.
0: Yeah, it's like that's your comic book movies. That's how that's how that works. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we have went away. We have thought of pitches. Um, I don't know that. I have no idea absolutely no idea what Nitro's going to say for his pitch he doesn't know what i'm saying for my pitch we have literally done this separately from each other yeah and um, just to see what we both come up with because like um we're both coming at it from different standpoints i'm a fairly fairly big dc reader yeah like i grew up on marvel but got a lot into dc nitro not so much he's been more on the marvel side of things and dipped his toe into dc here and there and um, so i was kind of intrigued to see where we would both come up with and um, all of you in the chat get to throw in some of your ideas from what we're saying, if you agree, disagree with what we're doing, and um, who do you think has got a better pitch, me or Nitro? By all means, blow up the chat, throw out your ideas as well, we'd love to hear them.
1: Yeah, like like Cross said, I'm not. it's not that I'm not a huge DC fan, I just most of the mm. comics that I had growing up were all Marvel. So I had obviously Batman and Superman comics, but that's about it. So I don't know a ton about the DC Universe. I'm more versed than the Marvel Universe, so I tried to do as much research as I could. Some of the best stories, some of the sleeper characters that uh, a lot of people don't know about. So, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, how do we
0: want to do this? And do you want to pitch first, and then me, or me, then you, or do we I want think to take, let's like, a do this? Time,
1: let's do like what our overarching structure looks like, and then we can kind of get into the nitty-gritty of phase. So, okay. Um, yeah, I, I can. I guess I can start first. Yeah, what's, um, what's your starting things? You throw it out first. All right, so a couple of notes before we start. I um, I actually did three whole. I did all right. So I did a three phase structure. So I have phase one is pretty solid. Phase two is semi-solid, and phase three are just some ideas that I think are kind of be cool to have in a film or have in a in the universe. Um, what I I think it's super important to differentiate. Um, the DC universe from the Marvel universe and I think they can do it in a couple different ways I think the first way is I think you should set each phase in a different time period and hmm. what I mean was like so for instance for phase one I have that set in like the 90s and we can go through the, the movies and stuff like that um, Phase two I have set in modern times and then phase three I have set in the not-too-distant future okay. um, All yeah. right. so I'm like I'm liking where this is going already because this is already like going completely different direction from where mine is so like I'm, and that,
0: I'm, I'm liking
1: that and and that the those time frames are very that their own purpose and they're specific for what what type of stories we can tell in each one and kind of cross-reference and stuff like that uh also in addition i think dc does a phenomenal job with animated movies mm-hmm. so what i think would be cool is have animated movies that tie into this dceu uh the cinematic universe not not a standalone animated film like they're doing right now, but have the characters from the movies in their own animated films and spinoffs and stuff, and have them be like a continuation of the stories that is told uh, in the cinematic universe. Awesome, so, that's kind of yeah. Cool. So those, uh, that's so that's like the basic structure that I that I'm thinking of um, for for my pitch. Uh, what did you have, Cross? Yeah. So for my basic pitch, um,
0: I I pretty much laid out the whole of my phase one. Um I've kept phase one fairly simple, fairly straightforward, nothing I don't want to say something too straightforward because like is I, I have gone in depth to this. Like I've launching this in the basis of there's gonna be no origin movies.
1: Mm, okay. The movies
0: the movies themselves are gonna have like throwbacks to how the characters came to where they were and the stories that I'm picking for them specifically kind of show that stuff and like show the origins tell you where they came from and stuff like that while also trying to keep it like in the here and now and let's let's get into some of the big stories that will draw people in yeah and um, also within those like i've also got like little things that are going to throw forward into a like i've kind of done a three-phase story structure as well and mm-hmm. um, mostly because i think a lot of these a lot of stories work well within trilogies like to set up stuff that's coming up so like um and, oh yeah and some okay. of the movies i've got in phase one there's stuff that's going to be hinted at there that's then going to feed into phase two and phase three and set up stuff and um, for like the solo movies and then also i've got my overarching villain that i want to lead up to that's the head of like this first um era if you want to call it that like the first three phases this first era like the big bad kind of like how we had thanos for and for DC, and I will give a spoiler for that one at the moment, it is not Dark side which is the place that most people would <laughs> go with it. I specifically stayed away from Dark side just to try and do something different from, like, you know, the big Thanos, big bad type of guy. And the people would have thought of Darkseid, I wanted to try and go somewhere different with it. Mm. So my my phase one's solid, and the rest of that's more just ideas I've kind of thrown together afterwards. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm good to get into this. Let's...
1: All right, so let's take a look at our Phase 1, the Phase 1 movies. Um, All
0: right, so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I say, like, yeah. let's let's delve into it and let's each just go through our phases just because yeah, that works. it kind of keeps the flow going then of, like, what we're
1: building on top of. Sure. So. Okay, cool. All right, so my Phase 1 slate. I have, um, and again, this is assuming that no DC comic movies exist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you still need, I think you still need to establish some characters. Um, but I'm with cross, not most of my movies are not going to be origin movies, but the first movie is a Batman movie. Obviously. Um, I want it to feature part of the death of the family storyline, um, uh, with Joker as the backdrop villain because I think we've seen Joker a lot so I think he can take a take the sideline um, right now. Lex Luthor I want him in the, in the Batman story and Deathstroke is going to be the main villain. Uh, and I know he's been a huge villain in the comics like the whole Justice League has fought him but I kind of want to scale it down a bit. I think that he might have been a bit OP um, in the comics. So I kind of want to scale him back not to like neuter him or anything like that but um, that would be the main villain for that. Superman. I have Superman, and I, with the introduction of Martian Manhunter, um, you know the news that we had the other week that they were actually going to introduce Martian Manhunter um, as the, one of the generals in that film. I think was a really cool idea. So I, I think that there's a really cool way to introduce uh, introduce that character in a Superman fit uh, flick. Um, you have a Wonder Woman movie. Um, Green Lantern. I think we can. We have. I think we have a chance to revisit <laughs> Green Lantern and actually do it properly. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Hal Jordan, of course, and a proper para- a proper parallax. I think um, this next one I'm super excited about. So I think we should do a buddy movie, a Flash and Cyborg team up. And what I have pitched for that is. Um, I, again, I don't know a ton about Cyborg or Flash, but my understanding is that Cyborg's parents basically experimented on him, right? And he became the Cyborg, right? That's my understanding. So I thought it would be kind of cool to have Barry Allen, since he's an investigator, kind of be involved in that investigation of uh, Victor Stone's parents. Um, and in the end, they come against uh, Captain Cold. Oh,
0: so, that's an interesting one, yeah.
1: Um, and then we have... Uh, to wrap it up, I have a Justice League movie kind of to wrap it up with Brainiac as the as the as the big baddie. I think we haven't had Brainiac yet in any of the films, and I think it'd be kind of cool opportunity to do him some justice. Yeah, that would be
0: that be that's someone that needs to be on some justice in the movies. Is like he mm-hmm. doesn't get credit for being the big baddie. Is
1: yeah, I, I you had the formation of uh, the Justice Hall, Justice League, everything in that movie, and I think I want Lex, I want Lex Luthor to be like Tony Stark, but evil in the whole universe the whole movie universe so i want him to be around a while i want him to kind of be playing the strings in a lot of the movies uh, i think it would be a, a good chance to to do him uh, justice um obviously want to tease uh, so i did go with dark side again i'm a newbie with dc universe so the main guy that i know is dark um so I, I obviously want to tease dark side in phase one um, I have a slate of animated films. I think we could do a a, a Martian Manhunter animated film. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a whole lot about New Gods, but from what I've read, it sounds sounds kind of cool. Um, I see Black Canary everywhere. It'd be kind of cool. Maybe do a a, a a film about her. And I think we've never had an an like a not necessarily an origin film about Lex Luthor, but we don't. I don't think the general public knows a ton about him. So I think maybe having a movie. Um, about him that's almost like not superhero driven Mm -hmm. but but with with interlaces of superhero in the story if that makes sense um so that's my that that's my phase one right now uh it's kind of like phase one for marvel how you know if a lot of those films came out today people would be like "Eh." i mean they're good I'm I'm actually more excited about phase two, but I think phase one sets the stage for phase two and phase three. Um, but again, the main thing is I want this set in the 90s, so that's kind of aging it a bit. It's separating it from current Comic Day movies, um, and it has it, it'll it'll allow for some cool aesthetic stuff uh, with some of the characters, maybe kind of throwbacks to old costumes, yeah, um, things like that. I think it'd be a really cool opportunity to do that
0: definitely it's a really interesting take on phase one there's some good stuff in there I like some of those ideas definitely and doing stuff like the buddy cop stuff with Flash and cyborgs interesting very different and i like that we're going back to like green lantern stuff looking at some of the animated movies to explore some of the characters i think it's good yeah.
1: oh and go i'm ahead. also introducing constantine um i mm. would introduce him in the flash and cyborg movie like obviously he's a paranormal investigator um but I think it would be kind of cool if him and Barry knew each other or had some sort of relationship uh, so you could kind of introduce him in that
0: hmm that'd be interesting in bringing Constantine in that especially in the first phase of stuff like that's definitely a big one to kind of put in there yeah and um, you know especially since a lot of people don't really know what to do with Constantine in that situation it'd be really interesting to kind of put him in and that one yeah I like that one that's that's definitely a good idea for phases and
1: it's definitely very
0: different from Marvel mm-hmm and um, yeah
1: and that was the goal I, was try- I, I wanted to try to differentiate it as much as possible but bottom line is Marvel what they've done as far as how they structured it you can't deny that that's probably the best way to do it yeah. so with, with that said kind of structuring it along the same lines you want to differentiate it as much as possible and I think DC is perfectly positioned to do that just because of the types of characters that they have and the types of structure that they have in some of their stories
0: definitely definitely I like that one man all right. Do you want to keep going into your phase two, or
1: do you want me to pitch my phase one? Uh, you pitch your phase one, and then we can kind of dive into phase two.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I'm pitching my phase one as well, guys. Drop in the chat and what you thought on Nitro's phase one. What you thought of some of those ideas? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Do you agree? Disagree? Throw out your stuff in there and just let us know. Um. So my phase one, I my phase one is very much focused on the Justice League. I kind of feel like that's that's how you have to establish it, and it's like it's kind of like with marvel with you know setting up the individual avengers it's up to the avengers movie i'm like that's how you have to establish a universe i feel i think that's the right way to do it because if you don't get your people caring about like your main characters who are meant to be your top tier heroes they're not going to care about the the lower tier characters Mm -hmm. you know characters like i don't think people would have cared about guardians of the galaxy as much as if the avengers hadn't been as big a success you know, it's like um. So I'm going with mostly single, like sort of movies to. So I've got about six movies in my phase one. Okay. Um, so my first one, and I let me know if I'm throwing like way too much in here because like I I've kind of tried to. I'm taking this from a point of a lot of these characters are established. Mm-hmm. Like my first movie is Batman. And yeah. I think kick off with Batman, you need to kick off with someone who everyone's gonna know, everyone's gonna like, everyone's gonna Agreed. Like. Um, definitely go on there. I think Batman's a strong start. Um and I have a title that actually Batman and Robin Hush. Oh nice. Because I literally I, I'm literally ripping the Hush comic out for this. Um and I want it to, to be Batman and Robin because I feel like Robin has been so underutilised in the Batman movies and I love the Robins. Yeah. Like except for Damien, Damien can go away um, but like the rest like Dick Grayson, Jason Todd and um, Tim Drake I love them I love I love most of them as like like Nightwing and Red Hood but Tim Drake would be my Robin for this so we've already got like Nightwing established Jason Todd's already dead so we've got Nightwing, um, sorry Tim Drake in place as the current Robin for this um, so because I know he appears in Hush but I would make him a lot more kind of practically showing up and be there a lot more with Batman Mm -hmm. And the reason I would do this is because you can literally, you can literally kind of jump into this. Everyone knows Batman, yeah. Everyone has an idea of who his villains are. Everyone, I mean, like, you've either read the comics, you've watched the movies, you've watched the Adam West TV show, you've watched the animated series, you know who Batman and his rogues are. Mm He's like the most known hero and supervillain thing. So, I don't think we need to, like, you know, beat around the bush with this one and i think going into hush is an interesting story because it literally like if you don't know batman here's everything
1: yeah you know
0: it's like the hush story of kind of like it, it starts with a recap of his origin and you get people in it like you get Catwoman, who's like against him at first and then is working alongside him you hint at that romance yeah Um. you get scarecrow showing up you get riddler showing up you get joker and harley quinn showing up you get killer croc poison ivy and, and you get to the basis of, like, there's someone, like, controlling all of us in the background. Yeah. And um, you get the hint of, you get the reappearance of Harvey Dent, who's had some work done and got in his face fixed again. And is out back working for the law, which I'm like, because we don't need to retread Two-Face We've had him in two movies. Yeah. So people are like, oh, who's Harvey Two-Face? Like, no, you know who he is. If yeah. you've seen a movie or the cartoon, you know who he is. We don't need to explain it. Yeah. Um, you get the whole you get to do the detective work because you get them all kind of batman trying to figure out who's behind all of this you get you know the introduction of hush and how is he setting all this up why is he doing all of this um, i'm not going to go into the ending of it completely because if you've not read hush go read hush it's mm-hmm. if for nothing else read hush for the art it's jim lee's jim art lee man
1: jim lee's a beast it's just beautiful yeah like that, it has some of the most iconic shots of batman i think ever yeah
0: that the the most iconic shot of Batman and Catwoman kissing yep. is in that book, and then the one of the most iconic shots of the Joker like bending down with a gun in his hand. That's mm-hmm. a Jim Lee one, and it's like, and they are just they're gorgeous shots. Yeah. Um. Also, with this as well, this allows something that I'm trying to do with a lot of my movies as well, is it ties in and lets you know that the bigger universe is out there. Because if you don't know in Hush, Superman actually appears. Um, under control of poison ivy at one point so you get a bit of batman v superman stuff going on and um, because you get like bruce wayne traveling to metropolis he owns the daily planet which is another tie into that sort of stuff you get him yeah. actually like shaking hands with lois lane and meeting her so you get a lot of that the different heroes peering up as well so it kind of shows that this world is full of heroes or other stuff going on and um, there would be some major changes i make to it like there's you know stuff like it there's a big hint at like the lazarus pit and like talia ghouls like running score at the time which i wouldn't really touch into Um, there's also the bit where it's like um, jason todd comes back and goes after tim and it actually turns out to be clayface and um, oh, nice. i would probably leave that alone just because like i'd, I'd like to do under <laughs> the red hood yeah, Later. like i'd like to make joker very minimal on this one and build up joker and the yeah. following stories exactly so the I next did. the next build up would be to under the red hood and that's where i would bring jason todd back um because you then get joker not as a major yeah so my first movie was... the thing <laughs> is i'm saying all these details back but honestly like you could fly through it so quickly like this is this is a story of hush but i'm going to edit it, a lot of it Um. so like jason todd would come back in under the red hood and and um, so always up to this big fight with the uh, you know with hush leading up to the end so it's like everything and because that's the thing like joker and Quinn appear in it for like a short while croc appears in that short while poison ivy's a big point at one point and then she disappears riddler doesn't make a massive appearance it's hinting at that he's already established and that these villains are already established and if we want to do something with these villains later we can but we're at least hinting that they're there you know yeah. making a big deal at least that would be my and that would be my introduction to that. And um, the next one I would do, I kind of juggled with the order of this, but I think my second movie would be the Green Lanterns, and I would make it mm-hmm. Green Lanterns and focus on both Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Okay. Because at the end of the day, what I want to do is I want to have Hal Jordan established, like, and keep him in space with the Green Lantern Corps, mm-hmm. and then have John Stewart be the one that we bring um, to earth to be part of the Justice League. Oh okay, because it kind of ties in and gets people from like the Justice League Unlimited cartoon who are big fans of him because of that. Um, oh sorry, I just seen your comment there as well. But yeah, Nightwing's a big favorite of mine as well. So that Batman stuff would definitely open up for a Nightwing movie, which I'm all about. Um, but yeah, so it would bring John Stewart to Earth. Also as well, John Stewart would be my African American guy on the team. Because I am not having Cyborg on my team. I hate him as part of the Justice League. I have never thought of a character as more shoehorned in to a team that he doesn't belong on than Cyborg with the Justice League. Whether it's the movie, whether it's the comic, he does not belong there. He should be a titan. He should be fighting alongside Nightwing and Wally West and all them in the titans. He should not be on Justice League. The only reason they put him on there was to get another black guy on the Justice League, I fully believe, and I think he was their own choice for which one they picked. You know, and so I would have that set up, and I would literally, with the Green Lanterns, it would be Green Lanterns, Sinestro Core War. Mm, okay. And I would literally tie in the Sinestro Core War. You can't totally do the Sinestro Core War um, because it follows on from Crisis on Infinite Earth, so it sees, like, the return of, like, the Anti-Monitor, and it sees, like, the return of Superboy Prime. All these things and um, so I would remove all those big elements and literally just have it be the birth of like the Sinestro core mm. like it starts with Sinestro having been kicked out of the Green Lantern core and there's a cool shot at the start is um Sinestro core war where you see him like with his shirt off and on his back he's scarred literally with a Green Lantern dang like symbol scar on his back and you kind of get the background of like he was the greatest Green Lantern but actually what he was really fueling him was fear so he uses, like, this alien race to forge him a, um, a yellow lantern ring. And then he uses them to forge more, and once they finish forging them all, he, like, slaughters them. Dang. And these rings go out, and, like, there are thousands of yellow lanterns, thousands in the Sinestro core just created. Um, you also get a great cool point that I would love to include, which would be one of these rings actually considers going to Batman, actually flies to Earth and considers Batman as a possible candidate. Uh-huh. Um, you couldn't really do the get out, although well, I guess you kind of could, like, because it decides not to take him because it can sense that he's worn a Green Lantern ring at one point. Mm. Oh yeah, the power rings definitely be involved in Isaac one hundred percent. But then you have the whole thing of like the Central Core then attack Oa, the home of the Green Lanterns and start slaughtering these lanterns, and you get to go into a little bit about why the Green Lanterns uh, were created, the fact that they were created as peacekeepers. So actually, the first half of the story and um, keep it like the comic they literally can't fight back like their rings literally will not allow them to fight back Um, and then like they rewrite the book of oa and you get to set up all that stuff Um, of like how they can now start to fight back but one of the things that's introduced in sinatra core war that i would love to keep introduced would be the fact of they start talking about um blackest night
1: mm, that's yeah
0: when that's when you start to get blackest night like because it starts to mention, because some of the cores are already established, and you can hint at the other cores. Like, this is the Birth of the Sinestro core, but the Green Lanterns are already there. The Red Lanterns are already established by this point in the comics. The um, At the end of the story is actually the creation of the first Blue Lantern ring for Hope, because two of the Guardians, who are kind of like outcasts, feel like the Green Lanterns need someone to help them, someone back up. Yeah, Blackest Night is amazing. If you've never read Blackest Night, go read it. Go read it right after this podcast, it's worth it. Yeah, it's a that Ryan Reynolds movie. Trashed it so bad, yeah. Like the Ryan Reynolds movie, like it, it missed so much potential. Because the thing is, with what I'd love to do with this as well is like, because in this initial Cold War comic, you get like Kyle Rayner and Guy Gardner and stuff in there, and um, so I would actually take them out. And Kyle Rayner ends up becoming Parallax, is hosting this. Her. A throwback to like when um, Hal Jordan becomes parallax, and this would actually be what I would do is create Hal Jordan's parallax in this. So you have kind of him getting won over and taken over by, you know, the embodiment of fear. So instead of him like, you know, doing it earlier and dying and having to be brought back later, like this is the point he gets it and decides he wants to head to Earth to destroy it. So you get a big battle just outside of Earth. Um, never quite touching Earth, so we don't have to get the other heroes involved in it, but getting close to it. And then having, like, um, Jon Stewart be the kind of the more of the big hero that fights against him and pulls him back from it. Um, and that way you can then do, like, the entrapment of Sinestro, the chasing off of the Sinestro core, all that stuff. Um, I think that would be a really cool kind of direction to go with that. Um, And then you can have it as a whole thing of, like, how stays, like, in space with the Guardians and with the Green Lantern saying Like, he has to make up for what he just did. For everything that he did there is Parallax and the destruction and the murder that he caused. And that way, okay, John Stewart says he'll go to Earth and be the Guardian on Earth then. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sets him up to be part of the upcoming Justice League movie. Uh, My next one would be Wonder Woman, and I've called it Wonder Woman Children of Zeus. And I, I'm literally stealing the new fifty-two run for this. Brian Azarello's okay. new fifty-two run on Wonder Woman. It's, I'm not a massive Wonder Woman comic reader. I don't read her comics that much. I'm not a massive fan of them. I adore Brian Azarello's run on Wonder hmm. Woman because it takes her away from being a superhero and literally focuses on her being a demigod. Yes like she's no longer made of clay and given life it turns out no that was a lie like you get who is it that shows up who is it that shows up i literally wrote it down i can't see it strife like one of zeus's other like daughter strife shows up on like themiscara and tells her basically it's like yeah you're in calls her sister and like yeah you're actually zeus's daughter yeah that's awesome your, your mother didn't form you out of clay and you were all of a sudden given life no your mother slept with zeus you're yeah. a daughter <laughs> zeus yeah yeah um and this I love this storyline and I think it'd be such a cool and this is actually the first two movies for Wonder Woman are going to take on these um out of this run at least. Um so we get her as a demigod, so you then get the um the whole story of it's like he just disappears. He's just gone from Olympus. Um and we see Apollo getting a John Stuart could bore them to death. It's terrible comedy. You see you, John Stuart, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, John Stewart will be good. Like, I, I, I can't not use John Stewart in that just simply because, like, he's so beloved by so many people. It's like, plus it's like, I, I literally one of the reasons I picked John Stewart over Hal Jordan, and I'm not going to lie, is because like literally, if I picked Hal Jordan, my Justice League is like all a bunch of white people, mm. and then, like that's that's going to get so much of an outcry if it's if there's not anybody that's. Yeah. Of some sort of different race or transgender or something in there, you know. So I'm not gonna lie, like I personally I would rather pick Kyle Jordan or Kyle Rayner. But I think Jon Stewart would be the the safer choice for that. and hmm. I'm probably gonna get shot for that one itself in itself, <laughs> but you know. Um but yeah, so Zeus has disappeared and Apollo like basically turns these three women into uh, prophets before he like burns them up with his son um, and they give him a prophecy of that apparently a coming child of Zeus is going to murder another child of Zeus and take the throne of Olympus and they find out that this coming child is the child of a woman called Zola and um, who this is the prophecy is meant to be about this kid and you really get to delve into a lot of the kind of hierarchy of the gods here. And I, I love mythology. I love, like, the Greek gods, the Norse gods, and all, I, I love it all. Um, so I'd love to delve into this, to the Greek gods, because like, you get Hera now coming after the child, trying to kill it.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that stuff. I love that stuff. That would be really cool.
0: So you get that, and then, like, um, Hermes goes to get the child and try and save it, and she tran- he transports Zola. And she ends up transporting into a, like, Wonder Woman's, like, bedroom. So Wonder Woman then takes her back there, and her and Hermes end up trying to fend off, like, Hera and other people trying to go after the kid. And they meet up with other children of Zeus as well, and you get them then. Yeah, they really need to do more with their gods. That's, that's one of the reasons, as I want to do this story with Wonder Woman, is because, like, you've got the Greek gods there. You can do so much with them.
1: Well, that was one thing that I was disappointed with, like, marvel they kind of like stepped away from like and specifically in regards to thor like they just made him he's just they're just more evolved scientifically and i'm like no they're, they're gods like that's how you should approach it <laughs> they're good
0: that's the thing oh, i think you can even find a middle ground with that I even mean, if you don't want to call them gods and i'm like yeah don't step, frustrating. don't step away from them being like these beings with powers these yeah. higher level
1: beings they're and not some- more evolved scientifically they they're different <laughs> yeah it's like that
0: whether you call them gods or whether you call them an alien race or whatever the heck you yeah, call yeah them, um and then brian israel's run you really get to run into that with the greek gods and also you get some really cool designs for them like yes. Poseidon is literally like this giant sea creature fish looking thing hades is like this little guy in like black knight's armor with like a, literally candles on his head yeah and stuff and it's like you get these really cool designs and and basically they try to like fool poseidon and hades like to one of it to like work with each other mm-hmm. like well one of you rules like the air during the day and the other at night with Hera as both your queen like his wife to both of you yeah um which ends up like hera like freaks out and comes after her for that how dare you like give me away like that mm-hmm. and wonder woman does it just to get her away from her like her viewing like water so that she can destroy it so that she can't actually spy on them anymore mm-hmm and you end up getting stuff of like um, like Apollo ends up taking the throne, Hera thinks it's a joke well, like, yeah because you're really going to be the one to sit in the throne and the throne accepts him so he mm-hmm. becomes like the new god of Olympus um, and they try to kill Zola and stuff and there's a whole thing where they go into the underworld because Hades says you promised me a bride, I'll take her you get um, then the ones on Olympus like that try to kill Zola, Wonder Woman goes and fights them and takes off her bracers and releases her full god power Dang. and just about kills Artemis and um what's his face and um, apollo makes a deal with her you go from here we'll stop pursuing the child only if on the condition of like if you find out this child is the one from the prophecy you deal with it
1: hmm.
0: you be the one to deal with it Um, and they make a deal in that, and that like and I'm, I'm honestly just i'm i'm literally cliff noting this here there is so much stuff that goes on here
1: yeah yours is way more involved than mine <laughs> yeah I, that's
0: that's my thing like my phase two and phase three are literally oh this would be a cool idea Oh, yeah, my, yeah. my phase one i have literally thought this is how i wanted to play yeah, out. that's awesome Um, because like at the end of it i wanted to be all happy the baby's born um, sort of thing and then at the very end or at the mid credit scene you see this hand coming out of this snow-covered landscape and he actually becomes the big bad for the second wonder Woman movie which is going to be he's the firstborn he's like zeus's firstborn son yeah Who was like discarded and thrown away he wants to come back and claim his throne so like that, this story continues. Like this is like a three-volume run at least. Right. As old stuff. So I would want to stop it there and then pick it up after Justice League with Wonder Woman too. Yeah. Like everything seemed like it was okay, and like, oh crap! Like someone steals a baby away, and then the firstborn comes and attacks, and and dive into that world even more. Hmm. And um, which I think would be really cool. Uh, my next movie would be The Flash: Rogues' Revolution. Okay. I really don't have a story for this one. I've been trying to. I've been trying to find good rogue stories. Like every comic that I'm, every like movie I'm talking about, I've taken stuff from comics. I've taken like this is a cool comic run. This is a cool graphic novel. This is a cool thing. And this is, I want to stick with
1: the source material for a lot of it, because like we've got great source material. Trying to find yeah, and a lot of a lot of the source material hasn't been touched one, so the majority yeah. of people don't know anything about it. So yeah, I think that's a great idea.
0: But trying to find a good rogue story that I could turn into a movie is like freaking ridiculous and the only interesting thing i've kind of done with this was like this flash barry allen is not the flash in this barry allen's gone Mm. he's done what they should have done with the dceu anyway they should not have had that barry allen you've already got a tv show on the cw and a massive fan base around barry allen the flash there Mm -hmm. don't give them another barry allen that was just stupid do wally west wally west has got a massive fan base he's an untouched character You can do so much with him. And he isn't just like, oh, he was someone that took on the role of the Flash. He was a Flash for decades. Yeah. After Crisis on Infinite Earth for about 20 years, Wally West was the Flash. Like, not Kid Flash, not another Flash that's over there. No, he was the main Flash in the Flash Mm -hmm. comic. Yeah. If you you read a Flash comic after Crisis on Infinite Earth and before Flash Rebirth, when Barry Allen comes back, you were reading Wally West. Why they refuse to tap into him, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I want him to face the rogues. Because there's a good chance to get some good villains in there, to get a good team in there. And it's also one... We've had, like, the big space battle of Green Lantern. We've had the the Greek gods and Wonder Woman. This is more of a street-level thing. This is a gang of, like, bank robbers and thugs who all team up to try and take out the Flash. Yeah, no worries, Isaac. Take care, man. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, totally absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming, brother. Um, but my rogue gallery I would have would be led by Captain Cold, obviously. Yeah, like the see that's what I want to build up to. Ads. I want to build up to. I want to. I want to have like um Wally West and Linda Park, and work on their relationship, focusing them, and then have his kids, his twin kids, had like powers, had super speed. Like let's let's build to that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I would have Captain Cold leading the rogues, is a definite one. Um, I put in Captain Cold's sister, Golden Glider. Um, I don't know a massive amount about her, but I kind of figured this is a bunch of, like, men. I'd really like to get a female villain on the rogues somewhere, but there's few and far between that have actually been on the rogues. Um, mirror Master, because I love his power. It's so cool. we not able to transport through any, like, mirror or glass kind of surface. I love it. Um, Weather Wizard... Because I think it'd be a cool power, and then Captain Boomerang. because he's a well-known and well-established Flash villain. Have that as the rogues, and have. Um, I want to set up a bunch of Flash movies with this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want one of his allies in this to be um, Hunter Zolomon, the FBI agent that kind of works against metahumans and stuff, and that works alongside the Flash in the comics. Um, because I want to establish in the movies to come that actually. The person behind um, the rogues getting out and teaming up and stuff. And in movie two, it would be Gorilla Grodda would do as the main villain. Oh, nice. Um, I want it to be the person <clears throat> that actually is behind all of it and is kind of manipulating it all is Zoom, which is um, the reverse Flash for um Wally West's Flash. The reverse Flash, <laughs> you Bad Thorn is like Barry Allen's enemy. Zoom is Wally West's. Okay. And it's actually Hunter Zolomon that becomes that. So I want to establish Hunter Zolomon, have him injured during the second movie against um, Gorilla Grodd, and then when Wally won't like go back in time and change things, and um, have the setup for him becoming Zoom and have him time travel, because the whole thing that Zoom gets on is like he doesn't believe he's as good a Flash as Barry Allen was, and it's because he doesn't think he suffered enough. Mm, like Barry okay. suffered, so he wants to basically make Wally suffer. So have that, like, we're setting the rogues against you and I'm going to throw the gorillas against you and I'm going to go after Linda and I'm going to do all these things to set up basically a trilogy leading to Flash versus Zoom.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: Which I think would be a really cool thing to actually do on the big screen. Like, I mean, it's cool on the CW show, but doing that with a budget would be amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree.
0: Um, So that's as far as I got with the Flash. I wanted to have more stuff down for Flash like I did with some of the other stories. Um... My next movie, number four, would be my Superman movie. And my Superman movie would literally be Man of Steel. Yeah, I really like that. One hundred percent. I would. The only things I would change is I would hint back to his origin, um, but we're not going to do the the full origin story. Like he's already there, he's already established. He mm-hmm. works at the Daily Planet. He's already starting to date Lois, but Lois yep. doesn't know that he's. That Clark Kent and Superman are the same person yet, but like Clark Kent started to date her. Um, Jonathan Kent's still alive. We're, we're okay. getting away from the whole like the dad saying, "Yeah, you should have just let those people die, or just let me yeah. die in a tornado." Yeah, yeah, if you heard me last week, I hate it. That's so much story. See, I'm a I'm a big story person. Like, I love cramming stuff in, and I'm like, see, for people, I think there's enough stuff in what I'm doing that would draw people in who don't know it. But for people who do know it, it would give them enough flavour of different things going on. Um but thank you, Bran, I appreciate it though. and uh, but for Superman and the only other big change I would have, like I would still have like him facing Zod in the Kryptonians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would still have the big like things like whatever it is trying to blast through the earth into the oceans and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but I wouldn't have him kill Zod. I would have Zod captured. Okay. And Zor gets taken to like a special holding cell laced with kryptonite. Ah, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, and during Man of Steel, I would also hint at Lex Luthor being there, and I mean like real Lex Luthor, not whatever the heck. Jesse yeah, Luthor not Zuckerberg Luthor. Yeah, like I like real Lex Luthor, just in the background, and I would build into the next Superman movie with him because that's a point for him to come in and go like that. I'm ushering in the golden age of Metropolis now. Mm-hmm. It was destroyed by these aliens, but, like, look what we can do, look what we can build, and slowly build Luther that way. Yeah. My next movie's Follow On from Man of Steel. Like, the whole thing of the machines trying to drill through the Earth, that would set up for the Justice League movie. Okay. My first Justice League movie would actually be Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Okay. So kind of a little bit of what the Aquaman movie did, but a lot more. Um, you see a little bit of it in the animated Throne of Atlantis movie but the new 52 story is so much better and I would actually use this movie to establish Aquaman because I've established the rest of the heroes so I would build up Aquaman's story a little bit and build up who Arthur Curry is, build up that little thing that he's actually meant to be the one that takes the throne and basically the movie is going to be an all out war because Atlantis basically thinks the surface world attacked them with these massive machines so or The Ocean Master decides I'm I'm going to war with them. Yeah, that won't stand. So you're going to have the Justice League basically fighting. That's that's actually a really good idea. Fighting for the land establishes Aquaman. You get to establish that, and then by the end of the movie, have him sit on the throne, the King of Atlantis. Um, but I think that would be a really kind of cool one to go. Um, so that way, like our Justice League, then would be Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Wally West, Flash, John Stewart, Green Lantern, and Aquaman. Okay. Would be our Justice League.
1: I totally forgot to include Aquaman in the first phase, but I would. <laughs> yeah, and um, so it's like,
0: oh, that's where that stuff went. I put that under the wrong thing. I wonder where those went. And, um, anyways, I catch up with you guys later. Yeah, no worry, bats. Thank you for coming, hanging out. You can catch the rest of the podcast up on YouTube. What will be going up in a few days. But thank you so much for hanging out. Um, but yeah, so Justice League that would be my justice league movie would literally be throne of atlantis okay and um, would literally
1: be that and and um, have that as the final fight that's and a then, really good idea because i think i remember seeing that animated movie i never read the actual run or, the animated, yeah
0: the animated movie is decent um, and yeah. the comics definitely better Um, than it but like the animated movie does a decent job of it yeah and then my final movie for my phase would actually be kind of in the fallout of this okay i would, I would actually do Suicide Squad.
1: Really? Okay.
0: It's kind of like a post Justice League thing. Yeah. But I would literally have the rogues that we have seen in the different DC movies so far been brought together. Uh, Okay. Like in, um, like out of Hush, I would add Deadshot into there and like the rogues that he fights there. Uh huh. And then have him being captured during that. He's then brought into the Suicide Squad along with Harley Quinn. We would get Captain boomerang from the Flash movie. We would get a Kryptonite cuffed General Zod as part of the movie and then the final member of the team would be Black Manta. Okay. So it's, like, it's literally the villains that we've gotten out of the previous movies. Um, oh, thanks but I appreciate it. Um, that would be the, um, the villains for Suicide Squad led by Amanda Wallen, Rick Flagg and my plan for what they would be doing is basically like when the Atlanteans attacked they left behind a lot of tech. A lot of like advanced technology a lot of stuff that the surface shouldn't be getting and then I, I don't know some other government so you can throw it in like if it's China or Russia or somebody has like got a hold of this tech mm-hmm. and they're like basically of course Waller works for the American government so she's like they can't have that yeah that's going to
1: give them power oh thank you I appreciate that <laughs> I hope I'm doing a good job so it's become reality yeah um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to throw my notes away because your your ideas are just, like, fantastic. So, uh, Trust me, this is where it
0: kind of stops after here. <laughs> um, but, like, so basically that's when you send in Task Force H, you send in the Suicide Squad, and the whole thing is to get these this Atlantean technology back so you can get some special ops overseas. Um, you've got your main group of villains. You can throw in one or two, like, D-list, like, Easter egg characters that we kill off because it's Suicide Squad, so somebody has to die in Suicide Squad every Suicide Squad story, someone dies, so you can throw in someone to die. You can even pick a big name off of something, like, off of the previous list, like, I don't know, throw in Killer Croc again and, like, have him killed. You know, um, but, yeah, so that would be, like, my, that would be my final one, and I would do it, I would literally play Suicide Squad the way I think they're about to do Suicide Squad, which is, like, with James Gunn, which is basically, like, a kind of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, kind of, like, all jokes, all fun, all craziness, all, you know, bat crap, crazy, all over the place. Yeah. Because, like, that's what it should be, because, like, this is a group of mental people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like, um and then my upcoming future phases movies for it, um, like I already said, like for Batman, I would do Under the Red Hood, the next one. Okay. Um, and then for the third Batman movie, I would actually build up to Death of the Family. Not, like, not Death in the Family, where Jason Todd dies, but Death of the Family from Scott Snyder's New 52 okay where the joker comes back after having his face sliced off got it and basically goes after each of the bat family that way you get to have the bat family appear throughout oh, the oh yeah well. that's so you would awesome have red hood come back nightwing appears in most of these stories and batgirl appears although i would keep batgirl as oracle as she is in hush she should have stayed oracle she should not have gotten away from being oracle i will never back down from that stance in my life <laughs> Um, so you get to have all that inclusion for it. I already mentioned the Flash. I would do um, Gorilla Grodd in the second movie, leading up to Zoom in the third one. Green Lanterns, you're, you've got the hint for Blackest Night coming up. Um, with Wonder Woman, it's the Rise of the Firstborn, son of Zeus, and leading to that battle. And um, for my Justice League movies, like my second one, I would probably do Brainiac. Kind of like you said. Like I think Brainiacs. A great villain to use against justice league is he's, un- he's under he's a phenomenal villain but my big bad that i would be leading to wouldn't be dark side i would actually span into the multiverse a little bit and open the multiverse in dc something that marvel has not done yes that yes i have the same thing and yep. my big villain for the end of like the first era would be the justice league versus the crime syndicate okay from earth free who's basically the evil justice league Ultraman, Superwoman, um, Johnny Flash, Power Ring, Owlman—it's Evil Justice League. All you would need to add in there would be um, a evil version of Aquaman mm. to face off against our current Justice League. It's like I—I I think that would be just a phenomenal thing. You've got a big bad who's credible fight because you can even bring in other people. Then you can even bring in Suicide Squad for that and some of the villains like they did with Forever Evil storyline because this is basically an evil justice league this is justice league without the brakes on yeah trying to dominate and having the justice league fight that i think you get an amazing fight of them fighting their counterparts and not having to do a variant of um thanos Mm -hmm. because i don't that that would be my one thing like dark side is one that would have to be done at some point yeah but i wouldn't want people to go oh they're just copying marvel and i'm like yeah first of all first of all dark side was technically here first (laughs) than Um, but like that would be something that would be totally different but also still an amazing kind of finale for it yeah to see them and that also then going into the next era of movies opens up the multiverse yeah opens up to like if you want to do other versions of people or if you want to go into just a society of america on earth too or if you want to do something else you can jump into these things
1: mm-hmm. that's awesome man but anyway yeah that's all i've got <laughs> that's all you've got yeah that's, 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 that's all I've got, man. <laughs> yeah i don't even know mm-hmm. i don't even know where to start dude <laughs> hey home
0: skeleton how you doing man
1: how's it What's going up, rick man?
0: thanks for coming by and checking us out yeah um me and nitro are just pitching our ideas for the dc cinematic universe because the current one's crap yeah uh, basically so like this is what we would do with ours and yeah, so like, i think we've got some see that that was my worry about i was putting way too much thought into the stuff so that you were going to come with some good well ideas. you said that earlier
1: and i was like i think we'll be all right the rundown that you just did was just freaking fantastic so because um. <laughs> that was the
0: thing i didn't want to like bum rush you with this one because like i know i i into a lot more of the dc stuff than you are
1: well like i i learned a ton just now like about the dcu that i didn't even know so and i i'm actually going to go a little a little step further here so don't don't think
0: of me as a jackass for this one <laughs> um, so like i have actually created a list i'm going to put into chat right now um, where you can find some, oh, of the co- shoot. some of the comics that I based those ideas off of, like oh that's awesome. Like some of them, like my Suicide Such Squad, yeah, my Suicide Squad one and my like um, Flash one. I don't really have stories behind them; it's just ideas in my head. My Superman one, if you want to do that, is go watch Man of Steel. Yeah, I literally just stole that. But on that list i put in like Hush, i put in The Wonder Woman from The New 52, I've put in um, Throne of Atlantis from Justice League's run, I've put in Sinestro Core War. So that's links to Amazon if you do want to go check those stories out for yourself. Because and, and trust me, these stories, some of the stuff that I've included, it's nothing. Like Sinestro Core War, Like I was researching that last night. That book is insane. It's amazing. <laughs> I love that story like if you've not read it go read it now same with Hush go read them now um, so I just, I wanted to throw it out there because like I and a lot of my thinking I wanted to sit close to what some of the comic stories were because like yeah the they're good stories, for a reason you know they're amazing and I would love to see them as live action and whenever they get done in the animated everybody kind of goes eh like, yeah. like Hush happened they done an animated Hush they done an animated yeah. throne of
1: Atlantis and everyone kind of went that's uh, all right i guess well i saw i saw the one for hush and i'm like "When well, you're coming from the perspective of the art of jim lee and the story behind mm-hmm. that and then you go to the animated version i i i haven't i know nothing about animating a film but just the animation style did not do justice to the story in my opinion and i think that detracted a lot from it oh
0: yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i i have no doubt about that all right
1: I... um sorry i didn't cut i didn't mean to cut you
0: off no no go for it Um, so yeah you've got your because that, that's why i kind of wanted to just put in my like my phase two and three stuff because like beyond my phase one is packed out as that as literally it's just oh we could link to that well that could be yeah, cool. Yeah. i don't know how we do that but you've got like a phase two and three stuff worked out so you go for it just into a, your just group. a little
1: bit um all right so some of this stuff is for me it's deep cut as in i don't know a whole lot about it but i know there there's a huge fan base for some of this stuff so i want to make sure that i'm including it um, one thing i did forget to mention in phase one is obviously we're going to have an aquaman movie um i think aspects from the aquaman movie that exists now um could be applied to it jason momoa is out as aquaman. yes yes
0: one hundred percent one of the so worst
1: castings not, ever agreed i'm not saying it needs to be a blonde haired uh you know blue-eyed uh white guy but not jason momoa you i just, just you, I, you, I think you he was the wrong person
0: you don't want to see conan
1: as your aquaman <laughs> <laughs> no I just, yeah, I just think, I, for me, and I know people disagree. I don't think he's really that great of an actor. Um, he's, he seems like a really cool person. I just don't think he was right for the part. Okay, I won't say he's not a good actor. He just was wrong for the part. Almost put two pairs of glasses on. I was trying to say, why you put a second pair of glasses? I have no. I, I can't <laughs> tell. I couldn't tell if I had my glasses on or not. All right. I'm getting hype. I'm getting hype. All right, he's getting
0: excited for this. Like, no, no pressure. <laughs> All
1: right. So, if you remember, so phase one was set in the '90s, right? So that gives them a cool opportunity. Uh, the first movie was the Batman movie. He's already established. We don't need an origin story for him. He's he's already he's been he's just kind of starting out as Batman. Um, the phase two is set in modern times, like the 2010s say so batman's been at it for a good couple 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 decades right um i want to have a battle of arkham movie mm. um so you're, i'm gonna pack a lot into this movie okay all right so i think um the main backdrop for this movie is the red hood the red hood story um so you have this guy, this vigilante who's killing who's killing criminals, and Batman's out to get him. He, you know, that that whole story. I don't know the whole intricate details about it. Um, I've seen an animated film, but I think that would be a cool opportunity to introduce that. Um, you have Amanda Waller. Um, yeah. at you know. Sorry, Waller's... you just just to jump in there. So you've got some agreement in the chat with you on your oh, Marvel thing. Like, yeah,
0: I think I think you're completely right, ads. I think after Game of Thrones, people went nuts on him. Yeah. And Brian, yeah, like I trying to shove him into everything i i want to like use him more but i'm like no I, I yeah. just, it doesn't work you're just you're not doing it right it's
1: like he just doesn't fit that way yeah um all right so for this one one of my favorite aspects of Zack snyder's batman was the warehouse scene and i know we've talked about this before just mm-hmm. that brutal just um i don't know the word i'm looking for but just it's very uh kinetic he was a very kinetic batman when he fought like you could feel the punches you could feel the 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 brutalness with which he attacked um i like that that type of batman and i I think that's why i think setting a majority of the movie in uh uh, the arkham asylum which we haven't seen a lot of in the films so i think actually going to arkham asylum and fully exploring that out would be fantastic i would i would be very up for that that's a really cool idea i think the setup behind it i don't know if you've seen the raid um mm. think think the raid but a batman film yeah. so lex Luthor orchestrates a takeover of arkham asylum with the help of joker this also introduces harley quinzel who is Joker's psychologist who turns in the film and backstabs batman to help the joker um I think it would be a cool opportunity to see a lot of villains that we've never seen and do justice to villains that we may have seen a long time ago. Clayface is my absolute favorite Batman villain. That would be really cool to see him. Um, Hugo Strange, we really haven't seen him in a film. Oh, he had been in uh,
0: Someone Included with not really done. Hugo Strange.
1: Yeah, right? Uh, the Penguin, I think we could kind of revisit him. Uh, I think Danny DeVito did a fantastic job for what that film was, but I think maybe modernizing him a bit, uh, yeah, making him... More of a, like a crime lord type thing would be really cool, Man Bat. I think it'd be mm. kind of cool to to revisit Mister Freeze, a bit. Um, so you have in that movie, you have a full rogues gallery for Batman. Um, See that'd be cool. That's kind of like the similar
0: idea of what I wanted to do Hush for, is because like it gives you a complete view of like all these these villains because like no one has a better villain like scope than no. batman really no yeah like at least not as well known like compared to everyone else everyone knows batman's villains mm-hmm. like to some level so yeah i think that's a very smart move i, I like that move
1: um you had you can have killer croc in there as well but i want amanda waller to be a big part of this um and like i said the, the whole under the red hood thing that is kind of like a lead-in to the actual main story which is I need to get into Arkham Asylum and shut this down. So it's like he's going from room to room, floor to floor. It's like the raid and that visceral Batman that we saw from Batman versus Superman. That's that's the Batman that I want in here. But it'll also give him the opportunity to um, showcase his detective skills as well. Um because Alexa Luther is obviously behind it. Yeah or at least at least uh, involved in it so it'll be that'll be a cool opportunity so that's awesome that's, that's cool that's my that's my batman flick um again i think it'd be that's, really cool that's like a, that's a to great see. one yeah yeah because
0: all, all i'm thinking out of that is like that's arkham asylum like the game yeah, like, yeah exactly like and how successful that was and i'm like yeah that is a movie like that's that's gold mine right there that'd be yeah i'd, I'd go watch that
1: well and also there's an animated film i forgot the. i think it's attack on arkham or something like that assault on arkham That's yeah it. assault on arkham it's, that was really cool i thought that was really cool um, it's cool that also gives you a little bit of, hint of the suicide squad
0: because like it says batman yeah. attack on ark assault on arkham and it's like but it's not it's a suicide squad movie yeah yeah. it's 100 percent a suicide squad movie just like stop lying to me <laughs> you,
1: you follow the suicide squad for most of that movie <laughs> All right, um, so this is where I kind of get into the weeds. Uh, I'm kind of a little bit out of my depth, but uh, I like the idea of Lex being the mastermind behind things. He fits so well with our role. I agree 100%. And I, th- I don't think we've seen – I thought um, Gene Hackman did a kind of a cool job. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg was abysmal. Yeah, uh, I think awesome. they could really do Lex Luthor justice because in the comics, man, he is just a beast. Mm-hmm. So I think that you can put him in a lot of different movies and have him be kind of almost like uh, pulling oh, thank the Thank you for the
0: follow home skeleton. Welcome to the comic clan. Thank yeah, you so thanks, much, man. brother. Uh,
1: but I think you could kind of have him in the background, being a mastermind with a lot of things. Like I think he's Tony Lo- Tony Stark level, if not more, intelligence. So yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like yeah, like
0: I I totally agree with you. Like he has to be involved somewhere because yeah. like the movies have gene hackman was okay but it was very it was very golden age comic-y yeah yeah he was like a real estate mogul yeah and then like (laughs) jesse eisenberg we're just we're not even going to talk
1: about that
0: i I don't Um, know who thought his casting was good
1: yeah i just don't want him to be a one and done deal like i want him to be involved oh, yeah. in like the whole thing like he needs to be a very big player there needs to be a run in the movies where something happens
0: like in an extended dc universe where he starts running for president and he's president oh for i a agree while. they 100 percent have to do that like i i don't know why they've not
1: so i so part of this movie is even though he is involved like no one knows so um like he's kind of doing that in the shadows so that leads into superman Kind of, um, where he at, he has become the mayor of Metropolis. Um, I want Superman: Return of Black Adam, uh, so I want Black yeah. Adam, I want Shazam, uh, and I want it to be a, just a ginormous battle at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, uh, we have, Shazam has to be. in it. I didn't mention yeah. him for hours, but I love Shazam. I'm, I'm yeah. all about that. Yeah. So that's I, like I had. I didn't go in too into the depth with um, the Superman. Um. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, Brand. Appreciate it, man. Um. So yeah, that's my that's our Superman movie. So basically, Black Adam versus versus Superman and Shazam all just all in the mix. Just a gigantic battle. That would be just fun. Shazam saves Superman at the end, uh, becomes part of the Justice League. You know, at the end of the Phase Two. So uh, also we have a Hawkman origin movie featuring Hawkgirl. Oh, I don't Hulk know a ton Hulk about Girl. them, oh. but I know they're super. Like they're, there's a huge fan base, so I think we, obviously we need to establish them uh, at some point. Um, I have a Green Lantern too. Um, Hal Jordan dies in my Green Lantern. Ah, oh, uh, going with Hal Jordan dying. Nice. Yeah, John Stewart becomes the new Green Lantern. Um, you have Sinestro Corps, and Sinestro mm. is the main villain of the movie. Yeah, you have to do Sinestro at some point. is He's just too big of a villain for Green or not to use him somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Um, you have a rated R Constantine movie, because I don't know if you can do that any other way. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you
0: can do a Constantine movie with uh, him smoking,
1: swearing, <laughs> drinking. That's, that's pretty much his character. <laughs> but you have you have Argus in there, which I think is that um, organization that does oh, deals yeah, with paranormal, yeah. I believe. Um, Some Argus you had- stuff, that would be cool. You could have Zatanna as the the baddie in that uh, film, uh, and also have Swamp Thing involved in it.
0: There you go. You're setting up for a Justice League Dark at this rate. Getting yeah, I'm const, setting it up. Constantine, yeah, Zatanna, Swamp Thing. I'm like, what about a step yeah, yeah, yeah. up? You're like a dead man and like you know someone else away from being a Justice League Dark movie. <laughs>
1: um, I have a Flash 2 uh, where we can introduce Adam, mm. and um, I have Zoom as the big baddie for that one. Like yeah, I said, it's... I don't I don't know a ton about um flash so um so you but said I...
0: like barry allen's going to be your flash yeah uh, okay yeah so yours would probably be um reverse flash then okay and um, which is eobar thawne that's his like they're all basically oh, the same yeah they're all basically the version of each other for that flash but like <laughs> okay but yeah like zoom is like Hunter's Allman for wally west but eobar thawne is like he's oh, like that's the show so. okay got it yeah i was gonna say don't don't trust the show on that one it's like they're all <laughs> <starting> the <with> i'm <laughs>
1: first season was sweet and then again um so i have booster golden blue beetle buddy movie oh yeah at one point i definitely would have to do that as well like that's definitely a good one to do uh i have a green arrow origin film oh, so sweet. yeah um so in the in the the 90s in phase one that's they're gonna kind of hint at uh one of the movies can hint an after credit scene or whatever uh of the plane going down and him being on the island so but he shows up in phase two um or obviously i think we can kind of have a full origin for him because i don't know if a, a ton of people know about him i think you're gonna have to figure out a way to differentiate him from hawkeye because they're both dudes who are part of a superhero team that shoot arrows well i, but think, I know their origin stories are, are different enough
0: but i think there's be really more of a thing of like you have to differentiate him from like stephen amell's like green oh Island. yeah that makes sense because everyone's like knows that origin and i'm like it's like, yeah, that's not completely his origin, though. Yeah. Like, because it's altered, so you would need to
1: definitely make it different enough.
0: Yeah. And um, we just to jump in. I was just saying, add Lobo when you've reached the
1: dark side of the DC. Like, I have Lobo in my Phase 3 yeah. as an R-rated flick. Yeah, yeah. D. I
0: will be honest. Like, Lobo, that's the guy, if I was going to put Jason Momoa in the EU anyway, oh, yes. he should no have been question. Lobo. He no looks question. like Lobo. He's a big, like, massive guy. Tats everywhere. Why is he not Lobo? Yeah. If you're going to cast I- him as anything...
1: And when I say, like, R-rated flick, I'm not just saying R-rated for the sake of R-rated. I'm, th- I'm thinking, like, along the lines of, of, of Logan, like, just taking the brakes off and letting that character be that actual character. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. With Lobo, you have to. He's, like, he's yeah, a yeah, bounty yeah.
0: hunter. It's like he goes all out. I mean, he's a guy that, like, massacred and committed genocide in his own species. It's like yeah. you have to allow those breaks off. See, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you said that because I hate R-rated movies like that. It's like, it's yeah, R-rated. I didn't, didn't
1: want to like, this needs to be R-rated just to be R-rated. No, the reason it's R-rated is because yeah. we want to do justice to the to the actual character. Uh, I, I, so. I hate R-rated
0: movies like that. We said the F-word twice. And like, oh, well, it's R-rated now. So let's just start throwing all the stuff in yeah. in an R-rated movie. No, yeah. do R-rated with a purpose. Like, I don't yeah, go yeah. over the top violence unless it's needed. Don't do sexuality unless it's needed. I yep. hate it when it's thrown in there because you just went, oh, it's R-rated,
1: just throw it in. Like, no, I hate that. Um. So my big uh, Justice League film for uh, Phase Two is, uh, I think we should do Flashpoint uh, for the mm. for the purposes of what you said earlier. I think it's a good um. It, it introduces the multiverse and allows different incarnations of, of different characters to kind of show up. Um. So and that will kind of play into Phase Three. Um. Yeah. I I, re- I just yeah. I love the aspect of and correct me if I'm wrong, but i love the aspect of thomas wayne becoming kind of the batman and the current day flash getting him a note from bruce wayne mm-hmm. I, that when i saw that um that animated That's, flick and i saw that i was like dude that is yeah. that is so cool and that that
0: animated version is probably my favorite dc animated movie and it's the closest like dc animated movie to its comic counterpart it's so good man. flashpoint like flashpoint paradox the movie and then just flashpoint the comic are phenomenal there if you have never read them go read them
1: they're like that's
0: they're amazing flash stories
1: and i think you should honestly just do the flashpoint like just almost do it as it's written um obviously with the concessions taken from my earlier movies and stuff like that and yeah you don't need to touch
0: anything because the thing is as well with that is like the only thing you've got is barry allen Mm -hmm. goes back in time changes things and then flashpoints created and it's like that means you can literally go nuts with anything else yeah exactly. because like it's a different universe so it's like
1: yeah i mean let um, me really see <clears> that. so one one cool thing because i was talking <coughs> with my wife about this because i was um you know going over my notes and stuff like that and she said it would kind of be cool to have after the arkham Battle or whatever, to kind of have some some of the uh, some of the Batman rogues break out and kind of have them interject in some of the storylines and some of the other movies. I think that'd be cool, and I think his roster, I think the rogue roster for Batman is deep enough to where they could do that, almost like a guerrilla warfare type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I just think that would be cool. Uh, a couple animated films that I definitely want in Phase Two for DC is Shazam. I think we could do a cool animated film for that, um, and. Swamp Thing. I really like Swamp Thing. I like the way he looks, and I think that would lend itself really well to being animated. Um, So for my Phase 3, I have a Lobo. All right, my Phase 3 is bananas, okay? Just FYI. Um, So these are just some ideas that I want to see in Phase 3. I don't have them really fleshed out. I want to see Batman get the green lantern ring. I want to see that happen. Um, I think we could do... Something with Kingdom Come where – so the Phase 3 is set in the not-too-distant future. So think maybe 10, 15, 20 years down the road. So Batman and Superman are old – er, older. older. Um, so they have to deal with a younger generation of not-so-moral superheroes that are kind of doing things their own way. So that is the backdrop for the um, – Justice League movie uh, with Darkseid. So it starts off with the Kingdom Come um, and the older superheroes are battling the younger superheroes, um, but they come together to kind of face Darkseid in addition to all the different incarnations of the characters that have come in in from Flashpoint. Um, We have a Justice League Dark, I think, as well, somewhere in there. Uh, and I think the setting for a new Batman movie can be a proper Dark Knight Returns with the mutants in Gotham City, that type thing. Nice, um, because it's set you know f- far enough, and Flashpoint has just jacked the whole timeline up. So I think there's some really cool things that you could do with that. Um, but I think for me, Batman is the Tony Stark of the DCEU. I think you need to. He needs to be. He needs to be the the anchor for each phase i believe um you may not agree with me on that one but i for me i think he needs to be the anchor for each phase um I but would yeah
0: say, i would say so yeah he definitely needs to be an anchor for it um i'm definitely like that idea of like bringing in everything against dark side essentially yeah i think that's a cool idea to do it and like just because you know your stuff has definitely opened up a lot of doors for that yeah Um, a lot of those different things so yeah i think that's i think that's a really cool kind of ending to it yeah especially you know you're hitting on the flashpoint you're hitting on the alternate multiverse stuff then we've got like you know justice league or justice league dark We've got yeah i think that'd be a cool kind of final
1: battle for it and like i think it i think uh, uh, the final battle will be kind of reminiscent of in-game but i think you could do it in such a way that you could differentiate it like because i think where where marvel suffers is just just go for it in regards to the characters and their power and what they can do. You just got to go for it. Yeah. Like don't tone it down. Don't try to explain it away. Just, just go for it, man. And I think if you go for it and just are in the tank for what these characters can do and what they're capable of, I think you, I really honestly think they could blow Marvel out of the water. The honestly kid, the thing is they've,
0: I always say that. Like, I love like, the avengers movies i think i love justice league i think it's done so and um, no like avengers justice league no shut up paul <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm maneuvering stuff to try and get it looking good on here like because some stuffs went a bit out of sync so sorry my mind kind of wasn't thinking of the right words there but like i love the avengers movies and i love what they've done i love the characters and i love the setups for it like i, I think the marvel movies are phenomenal and what they've done mm-hmm. They shouldn't be holding a candle compared to the Justice League movie. No, like Avengers no should, should not hold a candle at Justice League. In all honesty, and this is me coming as a Marvel fan yeah, and a fan of the MCU, they shouldn't be holding a candle against it. Justice League should have raked in money. Yep. Like, more they than what Avengers should have You've got characters are all under... They had to work with their, like, D-list characters. They got rid of their characters who were most well-known. You've got your A-list characters who are not only A-list, not only top of your pile, not only some of the biggest sellers in the comic book world, but you've also got household names. Everyone, you say Superman, everyone knows who that is. Batman, Wonder Woman, even to a degree, like, Flash, Aquaman. There's at least a picture that appears in heads. Like, see, before 2008, if you went out to the average person and went Iron Man, they wouldn't have known who you were talking about. Thor, yeah, Thor, like what, you mean the Norse god.
1: Yeah, I was talking to my wife earlier, and I was like, "Look, they did the Avengers, and they did it successfully with their not even their B list; it was like their D list." Yeah, and I was like, "People didn't care about Iron Man. People really didn't kind of care about Captain America, you know, Black Widow, you know, all those characters, but they made it work, and it was awesome."
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy that you have like the justice league you literally have justice league and you can't make it work like how yeah i know i don't know i have no clue yeah sorry i'm kind of half in the conversation and like people are going to see stuff moving about in the screen because i'm kind of fiddling with like the screen setup now (laughs) because i don't know why but like literally everything had moved like your screen was out of position your like the alert box earlier was out of position i'm like what in the world i didn't touch this why is it moved why is everything yeah. moved? I had this set up perfect. So sorry, sorry if I seemed a bit out of it there. I'm like, why is that not sitting like that? I just as one <laughs> of those How dare thing, you. <laughs> you know, it was one of those things like I've seen it and I'm like, I can't not look at that now. Like that needs, yeah, I'm that the needs same to be way. fixed. Um But no, I I totally agree. Like Justice League should have blown Avengers out of the water.
1: Yeah, it shouldn't have just, even been close.
0: Justice League was outsold. Like the next the next Marvel movie that came out after Justice League was Black Panther. Maybe that's a bad Um, choice to use because black panther was such a big cultural thing yeah it had such a big note the opening weekend of black panther which i don't care if it's a big black superhero movie or not is a basically unknown superhero Mm -hmm. his opening weekend crushed the entire cinematic run of justice league yep
1: it wasn't even a fight that's something like it's like how justice league should have just dominated avengers it should have rivaled the first avengers movie if
0: nothing else like oh yeah at the very least like i know there's others that have made other movies and stuff but like it should have rivaled that easily without without even a thought it should have been up there especially like Superman movies like okay maybe like Superman Returns didn't do well but like there's a lot of nostalgia for the Superman movies the Christopher Reeve ones and then like it's a new Batman movie do you know how successful freaking Batman movies are I know he outsells like half the Marvel like team-up movies on his own and you couldn't do it it's like that's that's not right yeah
1: ah. so I'm looking up figures oh dear so ju- just- <laughs> justice league um wait a minute it made total worldwide 657 million avengers 1 with d-list characters did 1.5 billion justice league didn't that even is more come- than double
0: justice league didn't even come close to scratching a billion
1: Oh my gosh. Not man. even That's close. W- it was just over halfway there. It's like You could double what Justice League did, like box office wise, and you still wouldn't even be you still wouldn't even touch Avengers. One. Avengers one. The yeah. Wayden one. <laughs> oh, Sky High. <laughs>
0: hey, don't knock it out. That's a good movie. I love Sky High. That's a phenomenal movie that in the I've chat he says never seen that. I got more enjoyment out of the kids' superhero film Sky High than I did Justice League. Sky High's awesome. Go if you go to Disney Plus, go watch that. It's a really cool movie. Okay. It's, basi- it's basically a superhero for. It's like it's it's a kids movie, but it's like it's it's a school for like superhero kids with powers, and they get put in the eye of like being heroes or sidekicks and all this stuff. And it's like it's it focuses on the kid who's like the son of like the two best superheroes, and he doesn't really have any powers when he goes in.
1: Hmm. And it's like it's, it's fun. It's a good laugh. I enjoyed it. I was just I walked out of Justice League and I was just depressed i'm like man you could have just at me not knowing a ton about justice league i know i could have made a better, a better movie or pitched at least pitched a you better did. movie <laughs> you, you literally did
0: you pitched a better EU than they did and that's with you know with your own admittance of limited knowledge of dc stuff Yeah. you pitched a better dc cinematic universe
1: than what they did that's nuts it's just it's just they had an opportunity and they blew it and they're not going to get that opportunity again for a while no they're really not because people are not going to invest in the the comic book uh, DC um, cinematic universe, not right now, not after what they've yeah, they've been through, um, not not at, at the at the level that people with Marvel will, I guess. Oh no, no, like
0: Marvel's like literally the point of like Marvel can throw out anything. They're like you know Marvel threw out movies of like characters that aren't really known, like they threw out Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant Man and yeah. Doctor Strange characters who aren't really known, like lesser than the ones they've done the Avengers with. Yeah. And people went, Yeah sure I'll give it a try. It's Marvel it always does well. This is, yeah, it really is. Honestly. It's a decent movie, but the fact of like it outdoes justicely, like yeah, it's like how do you get that wrong? Like seriously, how
1: do you get that wrong? Um yeah, so what everybody think of the pitches? What everybody yeah, think so of our, our pitches?
0: Yeah, for those that are watching, um, those that are in chat, um, if you're still here, what did you think of our pitches? And What did you think of it? Do you think we've got a potential to outdo the Warner Brothers execs and put together the DCEU? Um, let's let's be honest, we know we probably did better than them because it couldn't have got oh, yeah. worse. Um, but what did you guys think of them? Did you enjoy the pitches? Did you like what we put out
1: there? you know what i was just thinking just to add uh fuel to the fire oh dear um it would kind of be cool to see um batman who laughs in phase three i mean let's be honest (sighs) because you could introduce him as from a different multiverse i would
0: introduce him in era two like after the end of the first era one when we've kind of once the multiverse is kind of established yeah that's when i would hint at like okay there's this there's this darker side to the multiverse which like yeah especially like if you go with my run where it's like the crime syndicate and we have already seen that our bad guys out there in the multiverse are like oh no they're nothing
1: yeah <laughs> like, thank you
0: thank you as i appreciate that you both like the floor with Former brothers thank that's you funny. so much we appreciate that and i did i love some of your pitches like i i'm gonna be honest i'm completely jealous of the
1: pitch of the the arkham asylum one dude that, i was so pumped for that as i was writing. i'm like dude that this sounds is amazing sweet because we i i mean we have not seen arkham asylum yeah. we've seen it hinted at we've heard it we just hadn't we've never he's never been there yeah and like i think there was like you said i think there was enough of a, of a success with the arkham asylum video games oh, that yeah. people could buy into that i really yeah, liked your, your wonder woman pitch though that was sweet because i'm not excited by that character at all and that no. sounds phenomenal see that's the thing that i guess my thing for it is like the original wonder
0: woman movie like everyone said how much of a success it was like as we said last week like we were both kind of like ah, it's okay yeah if i saw that one or one movie like brian azarello's run mm-hmm. as a movie i would be more hyped for that like i don't yeah i don't need to see her fighting a war because like that storyline goes on you see her fighting um the the firstborn you see her some of the gods fall and you see this battle for the throne of olympus and mm-hmm. uh, you actually see Ares, like who was a big bad in the first one movie movie, actually getting killed yeah and it's like he actually dies like he's actually fighting alongside wonder woman and i think she ends up killing him for some reason i can't remember the reason why i need to go back and check it but she ends up but the end of like his run is she's the god of war now oh wow that's awesome but like she literally has a line where she goes like that okay there's enough fighting for today and i think it's hades her and goes wow you're going to be a really interesting god of war yeah and that's the moment where she kind of realizes like wait what like yeah you killed the god of war that means you're the new god of war oh that's awesome and i'm like oh i want to see that wonder Woman god of war that's 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 the third wonder woman movie right there wonder woman yeah. god of war it's like that's dude that's sweet yeah yeah so yeah but yeah that link that i threw in the chat if you can go to it or i can throw it back in honestly go check out some of the books that were used there and go and check out some if you're upset with the dceu i will 100 percent say this there is an amazing array of DC stories out there. And the comic books, go and check them out. Go and read them. They're a phenomenal publisher. I love DC and Marvel. And they've got some just phenomenal stories out there. It's well worth it. Alright. and um, We're running over an hour and a half, so I think that's a good place to call it. We've got our yeah, man, this out. was awesome. This is my favourite show by far. Yeah, I really enjoyed this show and um, even if everything on my screen was out of alignment, I don't know what my Streamlabs <laughs> is doing, but... But you know what we got through it with just you know they might be muted at the start so that's the only technical difficulty we really had so <laughs> that's we'll right take it. that's right um
1: i will figure out skype yet
0: i know we'll get it worked out eventually hope we get it worked <laughs> in two weeks when we do the interview um yeah but yeah so reminder for next week's show will be coming across episode five but it's technically our first cosmic and across um show where we're going to watch through or well i've seen them i'm going to re-watch them um, Nitro is going to finish watching the first half of the Firefly TV show, and we're going to be discussing the first half of the episodes. I think we set up to like episode seven.
1: Yeah, yeah we can we do that. Set up to
0: about seven. Because uh, that's about halfway then, because that means for the next one, we can watch the other half of the season in the movie, mm-hmm. um, which I think sounds good. Um, so we'll do that. And then the following week, remember, tune in on the first um, Sunday of May. We're, we're going to hopefully, if we can get Skype working, um, but we're going to be talking to Lewis Southard. Amazing comic book writer who, if you missed it at the start, go there to Comixology, check out his Villain Seeking Hero. First eight issues are now available online. They were meant to be getting dropped um, in comic stores at the summer, but because of COVID-19, it's been pushed off. So go check out those comics. Like I said, first five issues are like five ninety nine. so you're paying like a dollar a comic for the first volume collected mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Go and check it out. Um, I'm, I'm reading through it, and you will not be disappointed. The writing is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but that's it guys and just remember thank you for those that got our viewership up this week we're still on that road to affiliate yeah thank you guys and um, sh- once this goes on YouTube share it on social media share our social media accounts get people watching in the next few weeks help us bump that up and bump that number up and look out for updates on it and remember first person to hit subscribe and become a subscriber to the channel and join the Stan clan with little super Stan here throwing <laughs> up and um, the first one to do that will get a free comments in the cross t-shirt and mug but guys, that is it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for Thanks everybody. the Thanks amazing Comic Clan. Thank you, Nitro, for your amazing pitches. Thank you for being here as always. And we will see you all next Sunday. And in the words of Superstan here, Excelsior. Adios. Take care. Bye now.